dear. Throwing my things around. Thank you, Jesus. Just let me get. I love it. I, d- I said in the first service, I, I just love the way the Holy Spirit, he just knows what's going on. He knows what he's doing, doesn't he? So he sets things up perfectly. And so I feel like I'm just adding a bit of an exclamation point to what he's been doing already in our midst. Well, I'm really glad <laughs> to be here today. It's fun. And I just want to, I think, I, I just carry on in the theme of, of what, what we've experienced during worship, just looking at the bigness of God and how amazing and awesome he is. And, and as we worship him in his bigness, um, we just, you know, we get changed and he does things and we realize who he is and who we are and who he is in us. And, and so I'm, I'm really excited. I want to I share with you from Ephesians chapter 3 today. So if you'd like to turn to Ephesians chapter 3, uh, verse, I'm going to just focus on verse 20 and 21. I don't know if, you've, if you read the book of Ephesians much. I do, and I love it. I, I've been spending quite a bit, of a, t- a bit of time there over the last probably six months, <laughs> and I just love um, the truths that are contained in it that Paul wrote, and the, just who we are in Christ, what Jesus has done for us, what he's won for us, and, and who he is in us. And I, I just get so excited and I'm so thankful for all that he's done in my life and continues to do. And, and I, I just wanted to really talk about how he is so, he's got so much more for us than we could ever ask or imagine, you know. And I know many of us are maybe going through some things at the moment. Kristen shared what she'd been walking through, and we may be going through different trials. It says in John 16 that we will have trials, tribulation in this world, but don't fear because I have overcome the world. And Jesus is the overcomer. Amen? So it's exciting. He's overcome already. And even though maybe you might feel like you're in a trial at the moment, I just want to encourage you and say that God has great big things and he wants you to experience his power, the power of his presence and the Holy Spirit tangibly with you to show you, to remind you how big he is on, in your circumstances and also on the inside of you. He is so good, so lavish, so generous, so big, and I run out of words because I can't describe. I just so love him. He's just awesome. (laughs) And so uh, let's just read verse 20 to 21. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we could ask or think according to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. I love this verse particularly. I love the prayer that, that Paul is praying for spiritual strength, but I just love, he, he kind of goes from praying for us to just into worship and into the bigness and, and the, the power and the awe of God. And I just love, I love it that he, he's doing this. It's called the doxology. For those of you who don't know what that is, it's, I just found out. <laughs> it's actually quite simple. It's worship. Basically, it is um, 
words put together just describing the bigness and the majesty of God. We've just been doing that in, in worship this morning, haven't we? He, I just love the theme in worship. and He's the miracle worker, the promise keeper. He's the light in the darkness. That's who he is. And when we focus on him, man, our perspective changes, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm just going to read that again because it's one of my favorite verses. Now, to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we could ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. That's worth amen, isn't it? <laughs> It's so good. He is so good. He's so big. He's got massive plans for us. He's got more than we could ever ask or imagine. And the thing that is amazing to me about this passage um, is that as Duncan referred to Paul being in prison before, this, this was probably, the book of Ephesians was probably written while he was incarcerated and in prison. And I just find it phenomenal that that he is in this place of confinement, of pain, of um, not being able to, you know, necessarily fulfill what he thought God had called him to do in, you know, spreading the gospel across the earth. He's in this place of confinement and in a trial, and yet he just explodes in worship on, the, on how amazing God is, how powerful he is, and how faithful he is, and how good he is. And, and that he is going to do even more than we could ask or imagine. So Paul, from that place of prison where he was whipped and beaten and starved, being chained, held captive, probably dark, um, damp, and not very, not, not very good, and probably not a place that he was likely wanting to go. I, I think he would have been there against his will. He didn't choose to go there, but still in that place of the, the pain and of the horrible circumstances and the trial, he has such a deep revelation and such, a deep, such deep encounters and really knows who his God is, who Jesus is, that he can just explode in praise and worship and, and trust you know, just expressing his trust in his heavenly daddy, that he is far able to do far more than he could ever ask or imagine. That's the invitation for us, isn't it? That's the invitation for us. And today, if you're going through a trial, although it may not be prison, it might feel like a prison, you may, may feel trapped, you may feel confined, you may feel like there's no way out. I just want to encourage you and say, this is for you today. If you're walking through that trial, this is for you today. If you find yourself in circumstances that are out of your control, that are, um, that, that, you know, maybe God has promised you something. Maybe he's spoken this big word over you. He's, he's given you what you feel is this, this kind of mandate, but you're, you're yet to see the fulfillment of that. So you're walking through the fire of life this verse is for you. This promise is for you that, 
with his power, he is far more able to do abundantly above and beyond what you could ever ask or imagine. And so that promise is for you if you're going through a trial. But I would imagine, while everyone in this room maybe doesn't feel like that, they're going through a trial. There may be some people here who feel like they're walking through something. Maybe it's of your own, um, you know, you've got yourself into a bit of a mess. You've caused a bit of drama yourself. And I do that sometimes, I'll be honest. I don't know if anyone else does. <laughs> I make messes. I'm human. I don't always do things well. I'm far from perfect. You just have to speak to my family to find that out or spend some time with me. <laughs> and my friends laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but but all of us, as I said, it says in Scripture, in this world you will have trouble. It, it is part of walking through life where we're on this side of heaven. So we, we are surrounded by imperfect people and we are imperfect. And sometimes things get thrown at us that are out of what, what we thought was God's plan for us. Sometimes we get ourselves into little messes and... We find ourselves in the place of confinement. Sometimes um, we're walking, we've walked through it and we're on the other side of the trial. But all of us at some point will be either walking into a trial, in a trial, or on the other side of a trial. It is part of life, isn't it? But the good news is that Jesus has overcome he has overcome. He's defeated the enemy. He has won. He is the winner, and we are on the winning team. So he can be with us as we're walking through. As Paul is experiencing here, as he just pours out his praise and adoration, and, the, and I, I really feel like there's nothing, no difficulty, nothing that, that we've got ourselves into, nothing that has been thrown, no situation that has been thrown towards us, no fiery um, darts of the enemy, no sickness, no difficult relationship, no sin that we're st we feel a bit stuck in, that we, we, we seem to be struggling to get freedom in, no big dream or big promise or major prophetic word. There is nothing that's happening in our lives today or that has happened to us that is outside of our God of our heavenly daddy showing his bigness and finding a solution, turning things upside down, making think good things out of what seems like a mess. There is nothing that is outside of, of his ability to do exceedingly, abundantly more, far above than we could ever ask or imagine for him showing his great power to us right now. And so that's today. <laughs> so as we see Paul's like building on this on this pass on these verses as he writes it you know he's 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 building and and kind of making these statements and they just seem to be getting more and more and more about the bigness and the ability of God and his power and his greatness and so I just want to kind of walk us through this doxology through this worship through this praise as an invitation for us to experience what Paul is experiencing right, right here, right now. And as he's ex expressing the bigness of God, he uses these extreme words which, which kind of 
pile on top of each other to kind of open up our view, to open up our perspective and to give us a, a different view of things. Now, I um, wear glasses, as you can see. I've worn them for a few years. I'm waiting for my healing. I'm believing for my healing. I'm expecting my healing. And, but I'm, I'm walking through the trial of still having to wear glasses. I, I don't always want to wear them, but I need them for reading because um, my iPhone doesn't go as big as I need it to go for me to actually read it. <laughs> and, um, and my Bible seems to, the writing seems to get smaller and smaller each year as well. But I'm walking through that at the moment but, um, and believing for, for complete healing from it. In fact, after the first service, a young man came and prayed for me. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm ready for it. I did take my glasses off to test it. Anyway, so I'm, I'm in the trial of walking, waiting on my healing. And I just recently, for the first time ever, got a new pair of glasses. I've, these are new glasses, new prescription. But my life has been radically transformed because before now I would have to just wear these glasses when I was outside in the sun and when I went to the pool I would wear these glasses and I would um, squint because of the sun and be a little uncomfortable and not actually be able to see so well sometimes driving the car the car because the, the North Carolina sun sometimes is so kind of low in the sky that it reflects off the road or off your dashboard and it like glares up. So I, I would have to squint and not see so well. But I, my optometrist was running this, um, this special on. And my life has been completely transformed. I'll show you how. I have now got myself a pair of really cute prescription sunglasses. <laughs> I really like them. And they have absolutely transformed the way I can see when I'm at the pool. Not so much inside. But when I'm at the pool, I can greet my neighbors who are now no longer blobs, and I actually know who I'm greeting. I can see my children. I can wear them in the pool, you know, while I'm lounging around. I can drive, and I can actually not be um, bothered or blinded by the bright sunlight. I have this amazing new vision. And it's incredible how worship and focusing on the bigness of who our heavenly daddy is can change our perspective, isn't it? Can give us fresh vision to see things really differently. I'm going to take these off, otherwise I won't be able to see properly inside. <laughs> i get my other good vision on. So I want to just break down this verse a little bit to kind of show how Paul, who's looking for these words to just describe I can imagine him kind of sitting there in the power of the Holy Spirit, like thinking, you know, God who is able to do far, he's more, but it's more than that. It's, you know, and he's, he's kind of working with the Holy Spirit to pen these words that are no accident. But the, the one that it all hinges on, I think, is the first word, which is now, right? Now, the first word, now. He wants to be present now. He wants us to know his power now. He wants us to experience his transforming power now. He wants us to carry and release his power now. He wants us to experience his love now. 
now. <laughs> now is the time. He wants to show himself bigger, more amazing, more faithful, the miracle-working God, the way-maker, the light in the darkness now. It's the invitation. You know, many of us have experienced things in the past, and we will have things in the future, trials that come our way. But our heavenly daddy, through Christ Jesus, in the Holy Spirit, wants us to experience his power now for our lives, his power to change the circumstances now, to be the far, to give us the more abundantly, more than we could ever ask or imagine now. So you might find yourself in a situation, you know, quite often we, we make the mistake of kind of looking down at the situation, but now, today, he wants us to encounter him, to lift our vision, to see him, and to experience his power, to see, to, to believe, and to declare that he is the God of the more than we could ever ask or imagine, now. Earlier in the first service, I had a now encounter with him. I'm, you know, Murray and I have been praying about a, um, something and really holding on to something, declaring something over someone in our family and just really believing for it. And, and as, I'm, as I was just kind of engaging with my heavenly daddy, just worshipping him, enjoying who he is and how amazing he is and how much I love him and how much I've received his love. I mean, I just love worship. I love to worship him. I've always loved to worship him. I fell in love with him through worship. It was kind of amazing, really. I was drawn to it. Even before I knew him, there was just something, hearing songs and hymns about the bigness of who God is. I'm like, ah, I want that. I want that. And in, in the first service, I was just kind of just enjoying him. And, and as we started singing, Waymaker, Miracle Worker, Light in the Darkness, my God, that's who you are. <laughs> Even when I don't see that you're working, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You are my God, the miracle worker. Oh, there's a feather. <laughs> that is who you are. And I was in this moment just like, yes, God, I don't see that you're working, but you are working. I don't, I don't necessarily see the fruit of it. But you are working. You are working behind the scenes. It's on your agenda. What I, what I want, what I'm looking for, the, the breakthrough, the, the thing that I'm, I'm kind of crying out, the thing that's right in my vision that feels like it's squeezing. You are working. You are the one who makes a way where I look with my eyes and it looks like the sea is like deep and all around, but you're the one who parts the sea and I just get to walk through. And so I declare that that's going to happen in this situation in my life. <laughs> now. So it's now. I don't have to wait for 10 years. I don't have to, like, wait. I mean, I might have a journey that I have to walk through. And this situation may have to go through some things. But now I get to see you are big you are my big dad. You've got my back. You've got this situation. You knew about it even before it was even, I, I even became aware of it. Do you have situations like that in your life? 
you know, family members maybe who don't know the Lord and you're longing, you know, God's made promise, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I declare that over my family and over my wider family regularly. (laughs) Maybe there's a um, relational issue that you have with someone at work and you struggle. Well, now he wants to do wants to show you his power to do exceedingly above and beyond whatever you could ask or imagine. Now, whatever you could ask or imagine may look different to what you think. His power coming in that situation, it may look different to what we think. But now, he wants us to connect his promises and who he is with our now issue that we're walking through and our now circumstance. (sighs) He wants us to experience him even in the now of, say, you know, we were talking about healing. Kristen's testimony with with Liam, she just starts worshiping God. She just starts kind of saying, God, you're so good. You're amazing. It just overflows out of her. And she activates, you know, just the, the kingdom in that moment. She releases the kingdom in that moment. God, you're so good. You're so faithful. I love you. You're amazing. And healing comes, doesn't it? It comes, but sometimes it doesn't happen like that quite the same. But God wants to be present for us now, even in the waiting for our healing, even in the waiting to be completely healed. I got, I got completely healed of asthma about six years ago at a conference that we had. Um, uh, someone had a word of knowledge, and this was not the first time that I had responded to a word of knowledge. I'd had, whenever I heard, you know, as soon as I learned that God's a healer and it's for me today, he's for, he wants to heal me, I would always go forward and respond to altar calls. I, I still do, you know, I, I just want to, I, I don't care. I don't care if, I mean, I do care if I don't get it, but I'm just going to keep going. I'm, I want it. I want it all. I'm, I'm greedy for what he has for me and to really lay hold of it all, right? And, but Previously to this healing that I received, I suffered from asthma ever since I was a little child, quite severely. And my, I would get, um, I would have to have in, an inhaler every day. I would have to carry it with me. I had to have um, steroids at times. And this was right up until that day. I would always make sure, whenever I left the house, I would always make sure that I had an inhaler with me. And because it could just come on through different things. Anyway, and. Um, so up to this point, I would, I, whenever there was a word of knowledge or a call for, an altar call for healing or I would stand on my healing. And so I'm, I would respond, but it didn't happen, right? So I'm, I'm walking through this trial of God's promise that he's my healer and he doesn't lie. And I'm not seeing the full manifestation of that, but I'm going to keep pressing in. I'm going to keep going while I'm in the squeeze of this issue and waiting for my healing. And then I had a now moment. So he was now for me in that in those moments just as much as he was now for me when I got healed and set free of asthma. And I haven't had to use an inhaler since. So he wants to be present, to be giving us what we need while we're in the waiting and in the maybe the squeeze of waiting for, for breakthrough. He wants to be now. He wants us to know his power now and his beyond all we could ever ask or imagine when we're at home and arguing with our husband or our wife. 
He wants to break in in the now and show his bigness and his majesty and more than you could ever ask or imagine. Like you may think, oh, this is how it's always been. This is what, you know. But he wants you to experience him in the now and know his presence and power to change you and to change the situation. So now, <laughs> he wants us to get his perspective to, to, to in, the, in the waiting and in the situation to look up and see him and, and experience his faithfulness and his goodness now. And the second thing it says, now to him. So now, we start at now. It's right now. He's the God of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. But right now, he's going to use the things, the situations that he's brought you to, that he's, the, you know, the, the things that have helped you to expand and grow, the pressures, the trials, some of them at your own hand, and everything that you've been through up to now, he wants to use now to show you his abundance and his lavish goodness and grace. Now, to him... It's to him. Our worship, our adoration is to him. It's all about him. He is worthy of our affection and our attention. So sometimes we just need to make a little bit of a turn. We need to have our, our glasses changed and get a fresh perspective. We need to see him instead of the trial, instead of the situation, instead of the difficulty, instead of the brokenness, instead of the lack. We, we can look up and see him, to him. It's to him, not to the situation, not to the outcome that we think we deserve, but it's to him, our worship, our, our whole heart, our life. It's to him. You know, worship is really just what you spend your time looking at, what, what we're gazing at, what we're thinking about, what we're fixing our attentions on. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I fix my gaze down here when he wants me to have, have it on him and worship and adore him and lift up my eyes. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the, the hills, the 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 Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. I look to the hills. He's my help. I don't look to this mountain or to the, the path that I've got to walk. I look to him. What are we worshiping? What are we thinking about? What are we fixing our gaze on? To him. It's to him. So now, to him as we get our perspective changed, as we worship and adore the King of Kings. Now, to him who is able. God is able. He is able. He's able to do what he said he's going to do. He's able to do what he promised he's going to do. He's able to fulfill the call of God on your life. He's able to transform you, to transform me, to transform this city, to transform this nation, to transform the world. He's able to extend his kingdom through us. He's able to make a way to give you a job when you, it looks like it's a hopeless situation. He is able. 
He's not only able, but he is willing. He is an able and willing participant in his plan for our lives. <laughs> he is able. We can count on our dad. We can, we're faced with something that seems impossible. We can lean back and say, oh, you're able. You are able, dad. You are able. You are willing and you can. You can heal the sickness. You can give me strength when I feel weak. You can give hope where it feels hopeless. You can save my marriage. You can help me overcome this addiction with the power of Jesus that's on the inside of me. You can give me strategies for my business. You can give me boldness to share my faith with my school friends. You can give me courage and boldness and insight to know how to pray for my coworker. You can save. Your hand is mighty to save. He can. He is able. You know that word able? is dunamis. <laughs> it's dynamite. He has all power contained, explosive power contained in him. He doesn't only have explosive, life-giving, earth-shattering power contained within him, creative power to make something out of nothing. He is the all-powerful one. He is power. He is able. He has dynamite, life-giving power to shift, to change, to create, to make something out of nothing, to make a way. That's who he is. And this power that resides on the inside of him that makes him able is the power. It's not like a battery that when you use it, it, it runs out. This power is never-ending always there. It never kind of dims like when you have a, a surge of, and, and, and your lights go dim and then come back on. That's, that's not the power that this is talking about. He is able. He has the power to shift and change in an instant what seems impossible. It never runs out. So when our friend next to us gets their healing, gets the breakthrough, gets the more than they could ever ask or imagine, it's not like we need to look at them and say, oh man, that means God's run out of a bit, so I'm not sure if he's got enough left for me. He's got more than enough, and he wants to do and give exceedingly abundantly more than we could ever ask or imagine. And to experience that power, he is able. He never runs out. He does it. He does it big. So we have now to him who is able. He's able, guys. Don't give up. He is able and willing. He's got it. To do far more abundantly. To do far more abundantly. He is able to do far more abundantly. This word, the words that Paul uses here, are he doesn't just do it big, right? He doesn't just do like the expected measure. He goes way beyond. The word is in the Greek is, it's something like hooper ek periso. I don't know, I'm not, I'm not Greek, so maybe I need Mahali, he's gone. <laughs> 
which basically means it's, he, he puts all these superlatives together because it's like he's not just amazing, he's amazingly amazing and he's far above our amazingness that we could ever, it's like Buzz Lightyear, to infinity and beyond. He, God is to infinity and beyond. He's beyond infinity that we can't even know or fathom or get to the end of. He's beyond that. He goes beyond our beyond. Paul's using these superlatives so that we get it. These descriptions in the, it's like f- he uses far, then he uses, he, he's more than far. He's abundantly more than far. That's what he wants to do. In the different, different uh, translations, the Amplified Bible says super abundantly more. Super abundantly more. The New King James says exceedingly abundantly more. I love that one. The New Living tra- Translation says infinitely more. It's like we can't get to the end of it, the more that he wants to do and give us. The message says, God can do anything, you know. (laughs) Far more than you could ever request in your wildest dream, imagine, or guess. He wants to go above and beyond that that we thought was the measure of his already going far and above and beyond. Over and above. He wants, his, his desire is to do it and his ability and his power that he's working in us to do it and achieve it. So what does he want to go over and above and beyond? All that we could ask or think. Now, to him who is able to do more than we could ask or, or think, to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think. He wants to go above. So we, we pray, right? You guys, we, we talk to the Lord. We have things that we're talking to him about, situations that we want to see breakthrough in, right? We talk to him about it and we lay it before him. And, and you know, sometimes, I don't know about you, but I run out of words and I can't even sometimes express when I'm talking, you know, just loving him and experiencing him and then just saying, Dad, would you take care of this for me? This is how I feel about it. I know you have a really different perspective. Give me your perspective, but would you do this? You know, and then I run out of words because I don't always know what, what the solution is. And he's able to do abundantly to infinity and beyond above what I can even express with my little mouth and my small vocabulary. That's what he wants to do, right? I just put it out there, that little thing. God, would you change this situation? Oh, yeah, here we go. I'm not only going to change that, but I'm going to add this to it, and I'm, then I'm going to do this, and then, hey, watch this. This is what I'm going to do. <laughs> that's, what, that's who he is. And not just all that I could ask, but it's all that I could even imagine. You know, I think I've got a pretty good imagination. But his imagination, whew, it's so much bigger than mine. His ability to think of solutions and to make a plan for something, to, to actually activate that plan is so much bigger and infinitely greater and far beyond my beyond in my imagination. So it's not just what I ask, but it's also what I could even think of. Like I think, God, if you would just do this, and he's like, man, you thought that? I'm going to do this. You know, we had an experience, um, a flood in our house, and uh, we had... Um, 
we had to have an insurance claim. So we're like, Murray and I are praying. We had a sewage flood. This was a few years ago. Some of you might know about it. And um, it was stinky and not so nice. But anyway, um, so, you know, you pray, Lord, would you just, would, the, would you make the insurance cover, you know, this? Well, you know, God knows. He's listening. My heavenly daddy knows. So what does he do? He does abundantly more than I could ever ask or imagine. He pays what I think is a ridiculous amount for an insurance claim. We were very honest, and he pays far more than we thought. And then we have a friend who's a builder who comes in as the contractor to do the work for us, and he's such a good guy, and he uses the money wisely, and he, rather than just putting new nice bamboo floors on my, just around my bathroom and outside into the hallway where the leak was. He makes it go to the bedroom. He makes it go to the kitchen. He makes it go up the stairs and he makes it go along the landing. Far more exceedingly above what I could ever, what we ever asked for or what we ever imagined. That's what he's like. He's a good dad. He loves to shock us and surprise us with his bigness. I'm going to give you one little example here, a, a what if. And Sarah, I said this to Hannah last time, I take all pressure off you. There's no pressure here. But just imagine mothers and fathers, you go out for the day and you say to your children, which probably you say sometimes, could you clean your bedroom today, please? You know, I'm like, that's my ask. I'm just asking if you would tidy up your bedroom, right? I think that's a good ask. It's okay, you know, and then... I come back at the end of the day, and imagine this. I come home, I walk in the door, and I'm like, wow, my house has been cleaned. It's spotless. The floors have been swept. No dog fur, the bane of my life. No, um, <laughs> the dishes have all been washed and packed away. Everything's tidy, dusting, and everything's in order. I'm like, man, you've gone beyond what I've asked for. I feel so blessed in that moment. Oh, but wait, mum, guess what? We've run a bath for you. We've made a nice bubble bath up there for you. And then you just go relax, put your feet up. We're cooking dinner for you. And we're going to pack away, wash up and pack away as well. You can just go to bed and relax. We got this. They have gone exceedingly far above what I could ever have asked or imagined. That's who our daddy is. He is able even to do that. <laughs> Maybe it's according to our faith. I don't know. <laughs> he hears our ask and he goes beyond our wildest dreams beyond our wildest imaginations. There is nothing that is too big or too small that he doesn't want to put his hands in and get dirty with and actually do more than we would ever imagine. <laughs> oh, And this is according to the power at work within us. According to the work at power within us. This is in proportion to, according to, in proportion to 
the power at work within us. So it's not just a small little smidgen. It's not stingy. It's not a little bit. The power that he's put on the inside of us is the very power that raised Jesus from the dead. So he's going to do this. He's going to accomplish this according to the resurrection life and power that he's put on the inside of us. That is huge. It's bigger and greater than we could ever ask or imagine. You know, you think there's a situation that, oh, I'm just not sure. He is going to do it according to his great mighty hand and his, the power of the Holy Spirit that he has put on the inside of you. He's going to do it. He, according to his power, it's the same dynamite power. It's in proportion to his largeness. It's not just a small bit. It's not stingy, but it's lavish. It's dynamic power. He has capacity, and it is at work within us. Now, this work is energy. It's the energy that's constantly moving. He is able to do exceedingly far above what we could ever ask or imagine. And he is giving, using his energy on the inside of us to accomplish what it is that he wants to do. So you think, oh my gosh, you've said this over me, or you want me to have breakthrough in this area, dad. I don't know. I'm not strong enough. I'm, I'm not sure. He says, uh-uh, guess what? I have put the incorruptible seed of Jesus Christ, the very power that is constantly working and always full of energy on the inside of you. And all you need to do is just say, yes, yes, I surrender. That's what I want. I access he who is on the inside of me, the all-powerful one. And I say, yes. And I believe you at your word, Dad. I believe that you're going to do what you said you're going to do. And you're going to do it in me and through me. You're going to transform me. You're going to transform my family. You're going to transform my workplace, my school, my um, university, my uh, nation and the world. And you want to use me. You've put that power on the inside of me. That same power that enables me to say no to this ungodly thought or that says no to looking at something that you don't want me to look at. The same power that says yes when I'm going for a job interview and I'm, it, I, I don't feel like I'm fully qualified. He's like, oh, no, I got the power. I got the power. <laughs> he's, got, he's put that, that power on the inside of us. I'm going to invite you just to stand. <laughs> Whew. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Okay, so I'm, I'm very aware that for those of you who are in the midst of a trial at the moment, that um, you need the power to keep persevering through the trial, and you need God to show you his bigness. And so I want to invite those of you who are in, the, in, you know, you might find yourself, you're longing to see a breakthrough, or you feel like you're in a place of confinement or in a place of lack. I want to invite you right now just to yield to him, just to lift up your hands. Your heavenly daddy knows he's with you. There is no, no trial that is too small. He does not get overwhelmed like we do. He never gets overwhelmed with the issues in our lives, even if we've created them. He doesn't get tired. He's not lacking anything. He is here now, and he is able now to do far more abundantly than you could ever ask, that you have ever asked up to now, that you could ever think, that you could ever imagine right now. 
And I just want to invite everybody here, but particularly those who are in the midst of a trial, of a difficult situation, just to yield to Him, to surrender to Him, to yield to His power. Holy Spirit, we just give over control, actually ungodly control, trying to figure it out ourselves. We give it to you right now, trying to come up with the solutions or the plans in our own earthly thoughts. We yield to you right now. We trust you. We put our trust in you. We put our little hands as your kids into your big Thank you that there is nothing that you haven't seen. There's nothing that you didn't know about. There's nothing that's too big or too small for you to work far beyond what we could ever ask or imagine. So we lift up our ask to you now. You know, he says, how big is your ask? How big is your ask? I feel like there's people here who you've been asking for things and you've kind of fixated on something that is maybe, you know, you just feel like, well, I feel like it would be too much to go this far, but so I'm just going to go to this. But I feel like the Father is saying right now, go big, go bigger, go bigger, go bigger. I want to invite you right now, if you feel like you, you need to think big, You feel Him inviting you to think bigger than you've thought, to ask bigger than you've asked, just to tell Him right now, right now, just say, I surrender my small thinking. I surrender my small thinking and my little ask. And I just, I say yes to having, to asking big. I say yes to thinking big. I say yes to your boldness. Holy Spirit, I say yes to your boldness. I let go of that small thinking and I grab hold of the exceedingly abundantly more than I've ever asked or imagined. the meeting soon, but I just want to give you an opportunity to just respond to eat both of those words. If you want to, if you just, if you feel like you want to respond and come forward and just, it's, it's like taking a step of faith saying, okay, Lord, you know, I've maybe been, I've been having this little ask and I, I, I'm, I've got my eyes fixed on you. I'm worshiping you. I'm, I'm gazing at you upon your beauty. And I, I see, I feel the, the nudge to think bigger, to have my perspective opened up, to the expanse opened up before me. And so I'm going to take that step and say yes to you. I'm going to say yes to thinking bigger. I'm going to say yes to letting go of small-mindedness. I'm going to say yes to letting go of doing things in my own strength. And our ministry team will just come and lay hands on you and agree with what the Holy Spirit wants to do. The more than you could ever ask or imagine. Abundantly more. Exceedingly abundantly more. To infinity and beyond. (laughs) 
I feel like he's giving big dreams, fresh big dreams today. And if you are in the midst of a trial and the squeeze and the pressure and you need someone just to stand with you, maybe give you a hug or just bless you and just agree with you for God's incorruptible power, for His great power to manifest itself in this situation. And you want someone to stand with you. I'm going to invite you to come forward as well. We'll just come around, lay hands on you. Just receive. There's plenty of time to receive. All you need to do is surrender and fix your eyes on Him. Worship Him. Let Him be big.